Hi, First Lutheran. Today is our first ever interview style podcast. Thank you for being here. Today, I'm going to interview Deacon Kristen. She's been on staff for just over five months. Hello, everyone. I'm happy to be here and participating in this uh, podcast today. We are in this weird in-between with coronavirus right now. We're in a space where we can go out, but it's not really encouraged. And if we do, then we're supposed to be masked. We're still not supposed to be in large groups. I'm feeling weary from navigating this middle ground. The ongoing lifestyle adjustments and the exhausting, relentless political polarization we see all over the news. I know I need a burst of gratitude right now. How can we adopt a heart of gratitude? How can we, even amidst ongoing disappointments and loneliness, find gratitude to cling to? Let's first begin with defining what gratitude is. Yeah, gratitude is really a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether it's tangible or intangible. It is the choice of being thankful for all that life holds, and that includes the good and the bad. And one of the many beautiful things about gratitude is that it really helps people be more positive about the emotions that they're experiencing, and it improves one's um, health, and it helps them to deal with adversity and even build stronger relationships. So when we look at scripture, the Bible actually has a lot to say about gratitude in the New Testament alone is actually mentioned over a hundred times. So two scriptures I want to share with you uh, that speak to this is the first is from Ephesians 5.20. It says, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the second one is from 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Thanks for sharing those verses with us. This is a great place to start. I love looking at how we can make gratitude a very practical practice. How can we apply these verses to our lives? How can we be more grateful amidst all circumstances? Yeah, gratitude, gratitude can sometimes feel really easy and free, especially when life is going in the way that you know we want it and that we think it should be. But on the flip side, gratitude feels like hard work and discipline. We can choose to be more grateful. We can choose to find goodness and hope and gratefulness, even if our feelings don't align with it. And when you're feeling resentful or bitter or just plain picky, we can choose to find the good in ourselves and with each other and with God. Um, I'm sure many of you, like myself, had tried to adopt gratitude habits in the past, and they stick around for about a week or so, and then you kind of kind of forget about it and it's important to work towards habits that are attainable and realistic. Yes, I completely agree. I've tried many times to set up new habits of gratitude that feel like they should be sustainable, but in the end it's hard for me to keep up with it. I wonder if accountability would help by asking a friend or my husband to always remind me at the beginning of dinner or right before bed to say one thing I'm grateful for during that day. Kristen, do you have some tricks up your sleeve for how to be more grateful? Yeah, I have just a couple things uh, to think about that you can work towards. Um, I think one, the start um, when you're eating supper time and those that you're eating with, you can maybe go around the table and ask one thing you are grateful during the day. I do this with my family often. Um, and another thing you can do when you're catching up with people, you know, over phone or Zoom during these days, you can ask the same question. What's something they are grateful for this day? Uh, when you begin your prayer time, offer gratefulness and thanks to God. Or if you don't have the words, just open up the Psalms. There's a lot of great Psalms that you can read um, to help you find gratefulness. 
Another is use a journal to write down uh, a couple of things that you're grateful for. And that's always fun to go back and look at over the, uh, the days, the months, and years of what um, you have seen in your life that you're grateful for. Another is if you use social media, you can try you know, taking a picture of something you're grateful for and posting it, and then you can invite others to do the same. It's a great way to engage with others on social media. Yeah, yeah, those are great ideas. Uh, thank you for sharing. And right now, it, it feels especially important to share some good news on social media. It's easy to think of gratitude only on the individual level. I think it's just as important to ask the questions of how can we, as a church family, be more grateful. Absolutely. So when we're looking at a church family, I think we can start by first really giving thanks for First Lutheran's legacy of decades of ministry to the church body and to this community that we serve. And we're grateful that it is the people who are really the heartbeat of this congregation, not the leaders. Even leaders come and go, we are still able to help provide care to one another and to our neighbor through the gift of the Holy Spirit. And that happens because of this congregation and the people who are a part of it. With that said, though, we're still so thankful for the leaders who have shaped this body over the years and have pointed us uh, to God. So we are grateful that we can do God's work of caring for the vulnerable and those in need through things like the banquet, Joseph's Closet, and supporting our mission partners. We are grateful to steward people's hearts through Bible studies, Friday Morning Moms, and the Early Learning Center. We are grateful for how we've been entrusted to care for those in our kids' ministry and for the church members of, and their families as they go through this life and the next. And we have seen God at work in our midst through the meal trains, Sunday morning coffee, and other small deeds done with great love that are common throughout our church body. So we want to say thank you for making our ministry possible to all of the members of the congregation. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you for reminding us of all of the ways God has worked in our midst and continues to work in our midst. Now, while we've spent the last few minutes talking about gratitude and thankfulness, we want to acknowledge that there are times when it's hard to be grateful, especially during times of disappointment. What can we do when we don't feel grateful? I think that's really important to, to point out is that there are times when we are going to suffer from great disappointment. And it's really hard. And there's no denying this. And we don't want to discount how difficult it is to maintain gratitude when life is really hard. And right now, many of us feel the hardness of today. I mean, it takes serious discipline and major help from the Holy Spirit and reliance on God to fight for gratitude when we're faced with so much sorrow and disappointment. It's easy to be grateful when things are going our way or when it's easy. I'm praying in my own life for the heart and willingness to be grateful for everything that. Uh, brought me to the present moment. It's not just the good that brought me here, but it's also those hard stuff that have led me to where I'm at this day. And I don't want to go back to who I was years ago, and probably you don't want to either. We have to look for and work towards gratitude both while things are going well and when things aren't. Comparison is one of the biggest contenders with gratitude, I think. We begin to feel like we don't have enough to be grateful for when we're compared to other people's lives that appear to have so much more than ours. Moving from a scarcity mindset to a mindset of abundance is key. And one way to practice this is to give thanks for what other people have, even if it's something you really, really want. Thank you so much for sharing that. I really resonate with what you said. 
We encourage you this day to begin looking for things to be grateful for. From there, how can you share this gratitude with others? Remember that gratitude transforms you to be more like God, improves your well-being, and will help you find moments of joy throughout your day. We can all use more of that. Kristen, would you mind praying for us? Absolutely. Lord, we thank you so much for what you have given to us. And as it is written in Ephesians in chapter 5, may we give thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you to everyone for listening today. Um, one thing, it might have felt a little odd that we did not mention race during our podcast when that is such a huge topic in our world right now. So we want to be a congregation that is always learning and growing to respond to the specific needs and issues within our world. If you're interested, we are going to do a study on the book called The Color of Compromise, The Truth About the American Church's Complicity in Racism. This discussion will be led by myself and Deacon Kristen on Wednesdays starting on June 17th. You can email me to sign up and there's more information about it in the e-newsletter. Please make note that we've started our online Wednesday evening worship services. You can tune in each Wednesday on Facebook or on our website at 6 p.m. We are still collecting hand sanitizer and disinfecting wipes for the Early Learning Center. You can drop those off at the Circle Drive at the church. Lastly, thank you so much to everyone who has contributed to the Summer Weekend Lunch Tote Program. We are still collecting funds and cans for this, so please send a check to the church or you can donate online. This week will be the last week of that. And that is all, so thank you to everyone who listened today and have an awesome day.